And now, scenes from an upcoming episode of Breaking Mayberry. Next scene is also gross as hell because it's just like four minutes of Barney calling Juanita and being horny. It is so upsetting because it's literally just like there's no there's no bit there's no like he doesn't do a joke there's no like knock knock who's there it's just like hey Juanita I'm busting out of my slacks right now thinking about you and and then just assuming on the other end she is also horny (laughs) he tries to like phone fuck her while also making like a like a sexy rooster noise that's that's he's he basically calls it like hey so i saw that you're uh you're doing the morning shift just want to call and say good morning cock-a-doodle-doo <laughs> uh, i think you might have to bleep that out because it, it counts as obscenity um yeah it's already so one one thing that popped in my head remember a couple of episodes ago when it was established very 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 clearly that uh the entire town has one party line that is shared <laughs> between the entire town to the point where if two women are having a prolonged conversation, you cannot call people. So what the fuck is, is just like, like someone like, uh, like Sarah, can you call the Donahues? Not right now, Tom. Barney's horny. <laughs> okay. Hang on. Hang on. I like where you're going with that, but I am going to make the argument that probably, probably the police station has a private line. And maybe that's why Barney's making all of his horny calls at work. Oh, not in the <laughs> instead of, of Instead of in his own home, you know. Do you think there's, it's 100% happened where Andy has just come in a little later, just like five minutes later, and just found Barney like, like, tugging it a little bit, not like just, out of the pants. Just not, not out, but just, 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 just rubbing the slack, the Rub- seams, just, just, just up there on that inseam, doing yeah. an inseam check. Well, yeah. like, yeah, there's been a couple of outtakes of this where Andy's like, well, how about, whoa, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and he just walks back out. Uh, Gomer says his very first Shazam. Uh, is that his fucking catchphrase? That's his. That's his catchphrase. But is it really hit? Like. I don't feel like it should count as a catchphrase because he's saying it to make a reference to his favorite to comic book Captain character. Captain Marvel! Yeah, it's not his catchphrase. It's Captain Marvel's, like, catchphrase that he steals. It's, it is is 100% like someone at Timely Comics or whatever place owned Captain Marvel at the time was like, Hey, can we file a lawsuit? Do we have enough money for a lawyer? We're a comic book in the 1950- in 1960s, so no. Damn it! Yeah, oh, I think I think you you answered your own question there with whoever owned Captain Marvel at the time. Like, I think they got in a loophole because, like, we have no who's gonna sue. We have no idea who owns this thing right yeah. now. No one knows who owns Captain Marvel right now. It's 1963. The the writer of Captain Marvel ran up to the artist of Captain Marvel's garage where they ran their comic publishing thing out of him. Which is like, you will not believe how bad we just got fucked. 
some somebody from Marvel Comics is making like Stan the Man is on the phone with Jack Kirby going, "We own Captain Marvel, right? <laughs> we don't. How is that possible? <laughs> that was a huge oversight on our part. Oh, we're gonna have to come into the game late with a guy with a weird haircut to try to muddy the waters a little bit. Oh man, Excelsior! <laughs> In about 50 years, I'm going to make a, a TV show with Pamela Anderson that's going to creep everybody out. Uh, I'm Stanley. I'm Stanley. Rest in peace. So, uh, let's, let's start at the beginning here, though. Barney is... Your, your notes are very funny here. Uh, the like beginning is just a big bit of Barney trying to comb his hair uh, and he's got a model in front of him and he's trying to like follow that model. You've written Barney is trying to comb his insane hair to look like dot 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 a guy. Who is that, I was I was like am I going to be told who that guy is? It's is Rock, that like It's Rock Hudson. I don't know who Rock Hudson is and I okay. don't think I ever will. Even if you don't know what Rock Hudson looks like immediately like, if you don't know him by face, there is a caption on the photo on the magazine cover that da- that Don Knotts is looking at that says, what's Rock really like? So did you think <laughs> that it was just a, a magazine article? A dude like, Here's a handsome rock. man. Here's a handsome man. And also, we're going to talk about granite in this episode. It was this, the 1960s. The, there could, rock could have been a common name. You don't know. <laughs> oh, he was just the only person in America named Rock. It's just, did you think like like it was a copy of Geology Weekly <laughs> with just a picture of a handsome man on it? Maybe Rock was that generation's George. Maybe that. I don't know, Dan. How many grandparents? Or they could have been talking about the music. I'm so, wait. Hang on, Dan. I'm. I feel like I'm being penalized for not looking at the word rock and immediately being like, "Oh yeah, Rock Hudson." Yeah, they've they've mentioned Rock Hudson on the show numerous times. That is All right. true. Uh, so no, I'm anyway. still indignant. <laughs> Could have been and a popular name. You know how I know Rock wasn't a popular name, Dan? Because yeah. I know people who were alive in the 60s, and none of them are named Rock! <laughs> Maybe they all died! <laughs> 